We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. You are the only one you mind everything and feel the song I sing. Mahomes in the pocket, floats a pass near side. Kelsey over the shoulder. He's got the catch. He's got the touchdown. Kansas City, a beautifully thrown ball as Mahomes to Kelsey, 18 yards officially, and the 14th time that Patrick Mahomes has found Travis Kelsey for a postseason touchdown, second in National Football League history. All right, back at the Rally House here on 610 Sports Radio. Dana and Josh entertaining the crowd, so we'll just kind of hang out and have some fun for the next couple of minutes here as Dana signing autographs and kissing babies and doing all that stuff. But we're going to give you an opportunity to win a parking pass to the parade tomorrow, and you can get your parade pass on right now. Be caller number 10 at 913-586-7610, and you're going to win a parking pass for the parade tomorrow at Crown Center. It is a great place to park. It's only short distance from Union Station. This is a $40 value. We know how much Kansas City loves parking, and so we're giving away the parking passes at the Crown Center Garage tomorrow on Pershing and Grand, and you can have the opportunity to win that pass right now calling 913-586-7610. Again, the perfect place to park for the parade and eventually for the draft as well. I was just talking to one of the the, the patrons here at Rally House. He's like, you guys are giving away parking? And I go, <laughs> I it's told so, you. I go, it's so Kansas City. And he goes, it is. It is great. He goes, that's a great prize. No, it's a great go, prize. Of course it is. <laughs> you know, we, we, had this, we had this draft meeting months ago, and they're like, well, what should we do to get people excited about the draft? I said, give away parking. And I hung up. And everybody's like, actually, that's really a good yeah, no, idea. No, 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 I know. Parking is a great idea yeah. to give away because no matter where you go in Kansas City, well, where am I going to park? Well, I know there's a lot right here in front of the rally house. You can park right out here and walk into the store and buy everything. Parking is just fine. But Parking's free here, right? I, I mean, yes. But but like going downtown, I mean, I figured enough people have been downtown in the last 20 years yeah, since it's been, it's been renovated, but it's still like you're sending somebody to the moon. Oh, my God, we got to go downtown. Where am I going to park? Well, we've taken care of that for you. Crown Center is taking care of all of your parking needs, and so caller number, whatever I said, at 913-586-7610 is going to win this hour's parking pass from our friends down at Crown Center. Love it. I was I was I was speaking to this other gentleman too. I said I said that was my lesson from the waste management open. Get a buy a parking pass. Yes. Yeah. At whatever cost, buy the parking pass. I'm like, man, I was like in such Kansas City mode down <laughs> there. Like, where am I gonna where park? I, gonna I park? totally did that. But we totally, all do it. It's it's a subconscious. I totally now. did that on Saturday. I, it was I pretty probably bad. walked no less than six miles in that day. And yeah. and that wasn't even a long day. I, I mean, did I was seven yesterday. For, What's your point? That was that was within <laughs> <laughs> Three hours. But were you drinking and watching a sporting no, event? No, I was not. No. I was yeah. running on the treadmill next to Richard at the J. And there weren't hills? Yes. Yeah, you can move the treadmill up and down. Did you? Yeah. Yeah, no. Aha. You could. No, actually, I did. The last two uh-huh. minutes, I put it up to a but higher you level elevation. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, if you could. didn't, you yeah. could. Yeah. But why do I want to do that? Yeah. <laughs> you mentioned the, the, the staying power and the draft picks. They're going to have 
probably double-digit draft picks again, right? I yeah. think they. I, I saw somewhere between nine and eleven picks, depending on so what get they a couple, traded. They're already. gonna get a couple comp picks, maybe comp three picks, comp yeah. picks, so they could have. I think. I think they have nine. They comp have, picks for losing guys. Well, yeah. Who do you think they're gonna lose? Well, before. Oh, before. This is for okay, okay. for okay. like Byron Pringle. Yeah. And who? Trev- not Traverius Ward. That's year before. Maybe Tyron. Maybe. No, uh, no, Traverius Ward was this past year, wasn't it? No, but that one got negated. I was reading somewhere, and that one got negated by whatever. Yeah. Um, so they're going to have like two sixths and a seventh probably. And you think, two sixths and a seventh. I don't know. But Isaiah now, Pacheco. I know. But now <laughs> you're like, okay, two sixths and yeah. a seventh. You're, yeah. right in the, you're right in that Cruz wheelhouse. So and let's the fact go. that we're hosting the, the, the draft, so you have to believe that they'd probably be leaning towards keeping as many picks as possible just yeah. because of the nature of Oh, you of, can't trade that first pick this yeah, oh, year. Oh, no. no. I, think, I, think Clark, <laughs> I think Clark had already told them last year or something like well, that. Well, not to mention it's an extra spot higher. Yeah, so it's you 31, know, you not get, 32. You yeah. get a better spot. Yeah. You're, yeah, you're staying You're staying there. You got to stay put. Yeah, you got to make that pick. You got to, you know, have the crowd get excited yeah, and the whole nine yards. You can't trade it as the host. No, you just can't. <laughs> but, you know, Brett Feach is probably going to, come on, Clark, let us trade the pick. Yeah. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Um, um, how am I, how am I going to sign all these guys? You made me sign uh, 10 of these guys last year. I don't have any room for any draft picks. You know, yeah. you mentioned Isaiah Pacheco in the seventh round and how good Jersey. he was, right? Jersey kids, a Rutgers guy. But what what does that say for the rest of the running backs that are like a Saquon Barkley who's going to hit the free agent market this year, right, and want to break the bank? Why would anybody in the NFL pay a running back? Because this is a copycat league. I've been saying this for years not to pay running backs. I think it's a terrible investment. And you just saw what Isaiah Pacheco did, and he was a seventh-round pick. Now, granted, he was a COVID kid, got the yeah. extra year, got lost in the shuffle a little bit, but that's why Brett Veach is at, at the top of his game because nobody gets lost in the shuffle. And being a copycat league, you're looking around, you're going, man, they had a seventh-round draft pick run all over the place like that. We don't need to spend money or resources on a running back. I think Isaiah Pacheco may have officially killed off the paying of the running back. I think also who's contributed to it as well is Ezekiel Elliott. Yeah. I mean, like, that's what you get for paying a top echelon running back top shelf money. That's what you got from it. Nothing, really. Nothing, nothing. Yeah. yeah Tony nothing. Pollard played much better than him as the backup, and we've seen that over the course of time. So, yeah, I don't know why you would pay a running back super high dollars right now but Saquon is I mean between he and Christian McCaffrey I mean those two guys are you know they are elite they're they're elite but they're also money sucks and if yeah. they go down you're screwed because oh, you weren't out, out able to allocate funds for anything else true, true. on the flip side and, and no NFL team is going to want to hear me say that if I'm Isaiah Pacheco I'm marching into that office yeah. <laughs> yeah. going yep. I may never get paid in this league uh we we, we need to talk right now right now I don't give, care give where you scratch. drafted me yeah. you saw what I put out in the field this past year I'd be I'd be uh, asking for a renegotiation oh, right about yeah. now if I'm and the only place yeah. yeah I mean even though the salary cap is going to go up and I, I see it's going up significantly uh the only places that you would go if you're Saquon Barkley or something like that is somewhere where you have a quarterback on a rookie contract yeah like that's the only way you can't hamstring hamstring a, a an organization yeah you, you can do that or you can you know pay the running back and never get a quarterback but that's yeah. a foolish way about going that's about right. business you cannot not pay your quarterback if you think this guy is going to be that leader of your if. organization if right yeah. if like Jalen Hurts he great but I don't know if they're going to be on repeat mode next year. Losing two assistant coaches, 20 yeah. guys are free agents on that team. Are you willing to pay Jalen Hurts a big contract right now? I would wait one more year and see what happens. Yeah, I think, yeah, it's tough because the way he plays the game, uh, his running ability, uh, I feel like if, if you're going to, like his, his ceiling 
as far as uh, how long he's going to be in the league is less than Patrick Mahomes sure. just because of the nature of the way how he plays. So if you feel like he's going to be your franchise quarterback, you probably need to pay him, but nothing super extensive because you're going to get the max out of him, kind of the same thing as you would with Lamar Jackson. Uh, but, I mean, you have two, those two quarterbacks that have been, you know, special, super special for their organizations, uh, top top seeds, now Super Bowls, mm-hmm. et cetera. Like, I wouldn't. I wouldn't uh, knock it if they um, if they sign him. So you're going to see it come to like loggerheads, I think, almost though, Dana, with this because you're going to have folks that want to get paid as the quarterbacks, like Lamar, like Jalen Hurts, guys that should be paid. Daniel Jones maybe wants to be paid, but you're you're also going to have organizations that look at you and go, "Huh? Are we making the right decision? Yeah. Are we paying the right guy?" And if you're an organization that doesn't believe you're paying the right guy or doesn't want to pay that guy, then, you know, some of these quarterbacks may not get paid, may not get the, the, the check that they're looking for. Yeah, I, and I also think that we should also be very thankful, not just because we have Super Bowl winning MVP quarterback, but we also have a guy that has, like, if you had to write a book on how to be a top draft pick and a quarterback in a city and how to take over the city – just go to Patrick Mahomes and ask him, let's let's start six years ago. Right. And keep the recorder on because when you talk about, uh, you know, encapsulating yourself in, in an organization and in a city, you're buying ownership of other sports, you're, you know, you, you're, you're prominent in, in the media, you know, you're, you're, you're attractive in regards to people wanting to talk to you, the, the engagement factor, everything is on – a high level where you don't see that or you don't hear about it with some of the other guys. Like, I don't hear that about that with Joe Burrow and, and Josh Allen and Justin Herbert, all these people that are supposed to be better than him and, and right nipping at his heels. Like, he's doing everything right here in the Chiefs' kingdom and, in, you know, engaging with every other sport, his wife doing the same. You know, like, it's an amazing, amazing run that although we are we're talking about what's happening on the field right now, we should also – recognize everything else yep. that he's a part of because nobody is like yeah. that you mentioned joe burrow i think he has the opportunity to be i think after this season just looking at everything and obviously making a rash decision because that's what we do in talk radio um i and think sports and sports and i i think cincinnati is going to be our indianapolis i think yeah. as us being new england they're going to be the indianapolis of the bunch i think they have the most staying power i think this thing in buffalo's done bro i i just i'm not a big believer in what they're doing up there. You got Stephon Diggs all mad and mm-hmm. everything like that. And, you know, Von Miller's another year older and hardly played yep. again with another early knockout. Like, I, I, I'm just not in on the Buffalo thing right now. I am in on Cincinnati, though. Yeah. I think they got staying power. And hearing Joe Burrow and people talk about his contract saying he wants to be similar to Mahomes yeah. to give the, the organization opportunities, when the quarterback starts saying that kind of stuff, that's, I think, when you know they've got staying power. I haven't heard that out of Josh Allen. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how all, all things unfold. Um, I hate, there's a part of me that hates but understands it's the nature of the beast, but there's a part of me that hates that we, for uh, the next uh, five months, are going to hear about all of those other guys being better than Patrick Mahomes. And You how think Patrick, we're still going to hear that? No, nah, I, think we're, no, I, I think, think we're done. I think the debate's just going to move to two. Yeah. I think it's just... Joe Burrow. Yeah, who's two? Well, no, it's who's two? Who's two? Oh, who's number two? Okay. You know, you you play the two through five game. I, I think I think Mahomes has done enough to shut if everybody up. If you're still up on trying this nonsense that so and so is better than Mahomes, you need no, to check think, into I, like a detox. But, but, but when you done. say who's number two, 
But then, okay, the, the next aspect will be, but Patrick Mahomes, his team is not as strong. They got so many rookies, <laughs> so many young guys. They got so many draft picks. Yeah. Joe Burrow's team. Joe Burrow's going to carry his team further or – Whoever else is going to carry their team? Oh, we got Sean Payton, and he's going to he's going to change everything around in Denver. Oh, let's remember Denver's defense is so good. Now they got an offensive yeah, guy. Like we're going to yeah. hear all of yeah. that nonsense. Like, yeah. Nonsense. Yeah, it's it's nonsense. Yep. I I know like the Chiefs won the Super Bowl 48 hours ago, and a lot of people develop amnesia as to what just happened over this NFL season. But we've already lived through all that. Were all of those excuses that you want to say why Patrick isn't the best? He literally just proved every one of those wrong. So on it, one leg, uh, uh, on one leg, right? And so if you're still one, maybe of these, that's our maybe that's our argument every time somebody's yeah. asking. Well, well he'll can have, Patrick do it on two legs. He'll, I don't know. He'll, have, he'll yeah. have two feet next season. Yeah. Watch out. He's the best. He's the best one-legged quarterback ever. But if if you're still wanting to roll that kind of stuff out here, I, and I know what you're saying because yeah. that's how the national media works. But in May, if you're still like one of these folks in the national media going, I don't know, if Patrick can do it with this guy. Like fire that person because yeah. that guy's too dumb. Yeah. I mean, you, I can I can visualize Skip Bayless talking about Jalen Hurts being yeah. better than Patrick Mahomes. Hey, don't 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 numbers. don't do that to yourself. Uh, don't yeah, do why, that why do that? It's don't listen so to those sickening. folks. I know it's don't, sickening. It'll be fine. I'd rather just have, I, 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 scoreboard I, and prayed. I would have never ever thought that I would ever say this in life, but I'd rather have a show just with Shannon Sharp. Yeah, uh, he's a Denver <laughs> Bronco. I would have never thought I would say that, but yeah, yeah, it would be much better. But I mean, like we we I, I hate to keep saying it. We we've called this. We've been saying since March this was a Super Bowl team. They yeah. did it. Josh called Corn Dog on Wednesday. Literally named the play on Wednesday. They ran a play called Corn No, no, no. Dog. I had a I had a. <laughs> What was what was the term? You had this was the force? Aaron Rodgers was going into his his little uh, house and doing an isolation retreat. Uh huh. So we did a we did a in the break isolation retreat. Okay. And I visualized corn dogs. And sure enough, the game winning play was a corn dog. I don't know. Okay, Josh was clearly uh-huh. coincidence or not? I, no, it, I don't it's know, man. It, it, it's not. You're on the sideline. You might you right know, by osmosis. You might be I, absorbing I some of Andy up, Reed. I picked up the corn dog. You, you probably picked it up on the sideline and had no idea that you even picked it up. You're like somebody was talking about a corn dog. Corn dog. <laughs> yeah, they smell pretty good. It wasn't anything uh, deeper than that. I could tell but, you that. But with that hot dog, again, the hot dog inside the corn dog is the worst possible hot dog. Deep fry that sucker. Grill that sucker. Then corn it up. Then fry it. I've again. never had a corn dog in my life. Uh, it's not, not a surprise. surprise. Uh, <laughs> 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 it is Cheese well Color played. Analyst Danon Hughes. Uh, We've taken up a bunch of your I time. I had a now. point to make. Oh, oh we also have work. the Sky Moore anytime. Oh, yeah, 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 right? yeah. So people don't need to be listening to the national media. Corn Dog, Sky Moore, we called it. Got we're it. done. We're, listen to us. We know what we're talking Bread about. Bread Beach Town. That's right. Yeah, the whole, the whole bit. Play the song. Thanks, Danon. All right, fellas. Thank you. Uh, Pete Sweeney, Arrowhead Pride. We rousted him from Arizona. Probably was hungover earlier. That's all. Uh, but he'll join us. Uh, our Chiefs. Hey, I slept through an interview yesterday, I know, too. I yeah, can't blame Pete yeah. Sweeney. I just told everybody no. Um, he's our 610 Sports Radio Chiefs insider. He'll drop by next. Fesco in the morning. Brought to you by Rainer Garage Doors of Kansas City. LiftMaster is patented MyQ technology. It's no wonder LiftMaster is the number one professionally installed garage door opener. Find us at RainerKC.com. Patrick Mahomes joins CDOT every Monday at 2.15 for an exclusive one-on-one interview on your official broadcast partner of the Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. 
baseball your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Who's calling? I think it might be Pete. Pete, sweetie. Arrowhead Pride, editor-in-chief. I think it might be Pete. Pete, sweetie. Always wearing plaid. Think about charcuterie. And the Chiefs. Charcuterie. And the Chiefs. We are back live at Rally House 97th and Quivera. We're here until 10. Cody and Gold will be at the Independence location coming up 10 to 2 with uh, more gift cards to give away. Uh, of course, that store will be open as well for all your Super Bowl gear. And I, I'm not even joking when I say they uh, just keep pulling and then putting them out for sale. Tis, tis the season for that, and it's a great season to be in. We have found Pete Sweeney of Arrowhead Pride, our 610 Sports Radio Chiefs insider, who spent uh, the better part uh, a full, full week uh, down in Arizona. Are you back in KC just yet, Pete? Yeah, I'm, I'm back in Kansas City as of last night, and I think with everything that happened, I, I failed to have my phone settings correctly for, for this morning. I feel like I Oh, went, no, like, you're fine. For tw- yeah, I won 26 for 26 or something, and then in the final <laughs> out of my perfect game, I, I saw no, 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 looper into the early out. We got to make the, sure everybody. We got to make sure everybody gets back at some point in time. You know what I mean? So it was more <laughs> of the let's make sure Pete has arrived back in Kansas City. We got to you know leave no no person behind from Arizona. You know that's well, all. that's all right. I, f- I slept through an interview yesterday, Pete, so I, I totally get it. I'm, I I can't you know wake up, my phone's blowing up. I'm like, yeah, I'm asleep. <laughs> you know, I totally <laughs> slept right through this one. So I get it. You, you, you get a free pass. So um, who are the Chiefs going to draft at 31? <laughs> yeah, good good question. We got to get into draft season, but you know Thank what? You. I I can provide you jay binkley's phone number off air i think at this stage it's probably better than me <laughs> he's, already, he's already looking forward to it but i mean just thinking back now to to sunday and and the big takeaways from the game you know we've talked about how great patrick mahomes was and all of that but i mean i, I think when you look at it it comes down to and, and josh kind of talked me into this one that offensive line was just insane i mean talk about saving your best performance of the year for last man when you needed it to be the best that offensive line went out there and delivered and they didn't come back with charlie weiss <laughs> no it was it was a strong performance and i think in the interviews leading into the game and the analysis that that we did whenever someone asked me well what's the key to this game I'm like, well, you know, the, the Eagles front could wreck this game for, for Kansas City. You know, I, I really think that they're going to have to have a, a good game plan. And Andy Reid did. You saw a lot of misdirection in the backfield, more than maybe we've seen even leading up to the game. And I, I think he knew that he had to have some defensive confusion to buy his guys time. And to their credit, the Eagles, who, okay, maybe you are doing certain things to, to get them off kilter, they're still the best defensive front in the league. I think a lot of people would have called him that. And to, to keep Pat, uh, unless he was running for some reason, <laughs> completely clean, uh, I just think it goes to show that they were able to step up in a big spot. And for all the analysis and, and crap we might have given to Orlando Brown Jr. and Andrew Wiley, you know, kind of was a scapegoat here. Everyone was, always wanted to see like Lucas Niang and whatnot. They did a fantastic job. And 
and Orlando Brown took a little bit of a victory lap with that photo of zero sacks, you know, put it on a T-shirt, but well-deserved. I mean, I think they were a big part, a, a hidden part of what was the Super Bowl title. Yeah, the self-awareness of Orlando Brown is very confusing for me because he didn't have a great year. And, you know, to have zero sacks in the Super Bowl, eat a little, you know, like humble pie and just say, yeah, we, we played well in the Super Bowl like Patrick Mahomes does. And and going forward, I, I still don't know that Orlando Brown is the right answer at left tackle. Like, I'm not ready to scratch a well, time check. He might be the right – he might be a close to an answer, but – the, the dollar figures. Yeah, the dollar figure. That's what I'm getting at. Like, I'm, not, I'm not willing to scratch him $20 million a year to come back and play left tackle. I think you're right. Uh, I think the Chiefs, in being careful with it, are, are going to franchise tag him again. I wonder if he plays yet another year on what will be a boosted tag or they, they do a tag and trade situation. Uh, I think what we've learned now uh, in these past four to five seasons is no matter what Brett Veach and his team decides, and you know, we had an opportunity to talk to some of those team members like the Mike Fragers and the Brant Tillises during, um, during the Super Bowl week, there's just access for everybody. I mean, they have a really good plan. You know, and I think we, we need to go into this offseason, and, and I remember at the beginning of last offseason, it's like, well, what are the Chiefs doing? Everyone's making all these big acquisitions and so on and so forth. And what happened? I mean, they, they got back to the Super Bowl and won the title. So whatever they end up deciding with Orlando Brown. We're not going to go through that again, are we? I hope we don't yeah but I hope we don't go through all this again Pete where we sit here and we watch other teams make moves and everybody loses their mind that the Chiefs haven't signed some wide receiver that's overvalued and overpriced I mean I like I hope fans have realized that free agency isn't where you win a championship literally you don't win a free uh, a Super Bowl by what you do in free agency and the Chiefs have proven all that so I hope in, in a month from now when the league year opens we're not all losing our minds when we see all these high-priced big-name free agents signing contracts that they'll never reach the ends of to cripple a team yeah no i i tend to think that finally there's there's been a understanding that the staff really knows what they're doing and a big part of that is reed and mahomes with reed confirming that he's going to be back for another year and patrick mahomes still being a, a member of this football team man that's such a huge advantage on the rest of the nfl so even if there were decisions maybe that you make that you wish you would have back largely i think they're going to make the right decision and every single year, man, it's a good time to be a Chiefs fan because you're going to be right in the mix to win another title. Uh, uh, appropriately enough, uh, Pete has a, a book coming out called A Dynasty Begins. <laughs> so uh, with that being said, one, first tell us about the book, and then secondly, Pete, um, you've answered the question that many uh, uh, national sports talk hosts is, is battling with that they shouldn't be battling with. We are in the midst of a, of a, uh, of a Chiefs dynasty. Yeah, I I think we we've entered that that era now, and uh, I I think the the true beginning of the dynasty right is that that first Super Bowl title, and and probably even the year before when they start hosting this AFC title game and, and that streak. And I I just think if you think back, we would have never thought that that was going to be the first of five in a row. And so the whole title of the book, yes, the dynasty really began, I think, when they hosted the New England Patriots. But you solidify it and you could start calling it that with your second Super Bowl win after winning three AFC titles in five years, hosting the five straight games. And I think the qualifier is, is, is perfect. And, and I know a lot of, the, like you were saying, the national hosts are debating dynasty, not no dynasty. A dynasty begins as fitting because here they have this grand opportunity to 
go on and continue to put up championships. Does anyone think that we're going to enter next year and the Chiefs are not going to be favored to win the Super Bowl? I think Vegas also has finally learned its lesson in not maybe not putting a team that's never won anything like the Buffalo Bills ahead of them. And so I think the Chiefs are just in perfect position here. And what this book does, and it'll be – it's up for pre-order now. If you go to my Twitter, twitter.com slash pgsween, it is a recap of the entire year. We have 20 – game write-ups for every game there's 10 feature articles we have a, a an introduction uh, about where the chiefs have, have come from you know those days of before andy reed and, and getting there and then a friend of the the station mitchell schwartz was was kind enough to write us a forward uh and he he really wrote that um you know the the idea of this title began with how badly the offensive line looked against the the tampa bay buccaneers and he was part of that team even though he didn't play in that game remember he got injured earlier in the season so it's a it's a good book it's a it's a nice thing to put up in your man cave now that this is the first dynasty in my opinion in, in kansas city chiefs history of course and uh you know i'd appreciate any support thank you for thank you for bringing it up but what a time to be a chief fan so let me ask you this though too what what are we looking at when it comes to the definition of a dynasty because what we have here is a dynasty right now as far as professional sports goes i mean i've, I've seen some people say this has got to be a three-peat or something like that. Like, nobody's ever three-peated in the NFL. So where do people, like, have, have this, like, vision that you have to win three in a row back before to back you can start calling it? Back-to-back always sounds great, too, but that doesn't have that doesn't to happen. It hardly no. ever yeah. happens back-to-back right. -back and that kind of stuff. Like, you win two in five years, five AFC title games, three Super Bowls in, in all that. Like, that's a dynasty. Any way you look at it, it is a dynasty. And I, I just don't understand why the national folks are having a tough time just putting a crown on us because they easily fit Tom Brady for this thing some 20 years ago. <laughs> yeah, and I, I, and I think you're hitting it. I think the underlying message is that, okay, they're not the Patriots. Well, no, nobody is the Patriots, right? A dynasty doesn't require six Super Bowl titles, right? Like we look at the NBA and the – teams that that win it in the nba you know they're ready to call it a dynasty after after two and, and nobody blinks i've had a couple people in my mentions and and these are bob as you used to like to describe them twitter eggs and and whatnot you know some yeah. usually not a picture <laughs> of the actual person but uh i i have had like a little bit of pushback you know in, in calling them a dynasty but there's one tying string together you know they're either from new hampshire or maryland or massachusetts you know there are people that are a little bit upset that the Chiefs are, are getting this recognition because the, the Patriots were able to win that. That was ridiculous. And I, I don't know if that'll ever be repeated, but the definition of a dynasty is consistent excellence over a long period of time. And you have to win multiple championships. And the Chiefs have done that, in my opinion. And, and as I said with the, the title of the book, I mean, this is only the beginning. I mean, I think we can reasonably expect more Super Bowl titles to come in the next half decade. And how many other teams in the NFL can say that? I'll answer it. it, it it's zero. It's none, and, and there's a couple of things there. Number one for me is I look at this Chiefs team right now as the best in the NFL with the best quarterback and the best head coach. Everybody's battling for number two. But the team that I'm buying more into, Pete, as, as time goes on with all of this, I think Cincinnati's going to be our Indianapolis. Your thoughts? It seems like it. It seems like they, they have the best quarterback um other than Patrick Mahomes in, in the AFC. Uh, it's, it's wild to just think about six months ago and how much Josh Allen has fallen off in all of our, 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 our brains. I mean, he just seems like now, 
that proverbial talented quarterback who's never really going to be able to to get it done in what is the biggest games of his career as postseason. That's right. the narrative that is written about him, and I think that's fair until he proves otherwise. Whereas Joe Burrow does seem like the proper villain to what Patrick Mahomes is trying to uh, accomplish all year. And I think that is finally the opponent we've been looking for. But we've done this a few times. You know, I, need, I, need I remind you guys, I mean, first it was Lamar Jackson, who was supposedly the best player in the NFL over Patrick Mahomes, and he, he counted his fingers to that, right? Then it was Josh Allen, and, and now it's Joe Burrow. And I, I think there's a possibility in the future that, that the Chiefs could see the Jaguars in the AFC title game. I, I really like the performance that Trevor Lawrence had in the back end of the year, willed them into the playoffs. There was a, a maybe moment where they could have gotten a game with the Kansas City Chiefs, but I think they'll build off that, that divisional round loss. And then, of course, you have Justin Herbert in the division. I, I, think, you, I think the one beacon of consistency is going to be Patrick Mahomes, but there are several quarterbacks um, in the AFC that I think will, will try to, to thwart the, the, the Chiefs. And it's, it's a case of the AFC and NFC where the AFC is just a lot tougher of a conference to play in. I mean, if Patrick Mahomes was in the NFC, I mean, there could be a, a NFC title streak of, of sorts for years and years. So uh, it should be yeah. a fun conference to watch, but it's never going to be easy. You're right about that. I mean, the, the NFC stinks. And, and I don't know if Jalen Hurts in, in Philadelphia has a staying power. I mean, their offensive coordinator, Les Steckel, or whatever his name is, was just named the head coach of Indianapolis this morning. I think uh, Rich Gannon's dad is going to be somewhere as, the, as, as a head coach as well. You're so in they, the neighborhood. They yeah. may lose both of their coordinators. They've got 20 impending free agents. I, I don't know what the staying power of Philadelphia is like. I think if you're a Philadelphia fan and you're waking up today, not, not only did you lose the Super Bowl, way to go, my man, getting a kiss in line on Valentine's Day. I like that. Um, you're, 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 you're looking around going, okay, 20 free agents. If you're a Philly fan, you're you like, embarrassed the poor guy. I don't Jeez. care. He looked over here and kind of winked at me. So I figured he wanted it all talked up. I hope that's your significant other. Um, and, and so I, I think, you know, you look at what's going on with Philadelphia. If you're an Eagles fan right now, you've got to be very scared that you didn't just lose the Super Bowl. You may have missed that opportunity. And also, Pete, I just feel like the door in Buffalo is closed. I'm out, of, I'm out of the Buffalo business. I'm done with them. I don't think their quarterback's as good as everybody lets on. The wide receiver was complaining at the end of the year. They've got questions going into this offseason. Like, I'm just not a buyer in Buffalo right now. Well, there's actually a connection between the two teams, and it's, it's the, the idea of how much easier this whole thing is to do when you haven't paid the quarterback yet. And that is what the Eagles were experiencing with Hurts. And now they're going to have to pay, and, you know, you can't keep everybody necessarily – when you pay the quarterback, you have to lean into the youth. And that's why Kansas City is so fortunate to have this team that has drafted guys that can contribute as they did in year one. I mean, it's not just Trent McDuffie. It's the seventh round and fourth round cornerback and Jalen Watson and Joshua Williams. It's Isaiah Pacheco in the seventh round that was available to everybody six times that was able to do what he did uh, in the Super Bowl. I mean, you got to really hit a lot on these first-year players when that happens. And, and that's, that is how the NFL is built, and that's why the parity is so strong. And you saw at the end of the year in Buffalo, their general manager, uh, Brandon Bean, I was about to say Billy Bean, but Brandon Bean, yeah. was um, he was up there, and he was essentially saying, well, you know, we had to, to pay Stefan Diggs. You know, we weren't bad for several years and could draft Jamar Chase like the Cincinnati Bengals were able to. And I don't know, I don't, again, trying to take any Kansas City-themed bias out of it, 
I don't know if I would want my GM up there saying, well, here's why we failed, and here are all the excuses. Mm-hmm. The Chiefs go out and draft these guys, and, man, this class, you're looking for reasons why they won a Super Bowl. This rookie class is a major reason why, just because of all the contributions they got in their first year. So what? before we let you get out of here, what is the checklist for this offseason? Like, what's the number one thing that the Chiefs got to figure out? Well, I, I – I think the Orlando Brown thing is the the first thing that comes to mind to me. I just tend to think we're heading to the same exact situation we were in last year, uh, which means six or seven articles that Arrowhead Pride, you'll you'll get to read about the same thing about the Chiefs and Browns. Browns Just change the date on them. (laughs) Contract I can't figure out. I I wonder out loud about Chris Jones and how much of a raise he's going to want. I wonder out loud about Frank Clark and, whether or not you you move on from him, Juan Thornhill is another player. Clyde Edwards-Elaire. There are just several players with question marks, along with the wide receivers and Juju Smith-Schuster and McCole Hardman. The one thing that we know is not all of these guys are going to be back. So I, I think it's figuring out who's part of your your future plan, who makes the most sense when it comes to value, and making sure you stay under the cap and doing the right things to put yourself in a position to, uh, and we can say it again now, I guess, run it back, and let's see if they can successfully run it back this time around. All right, Pete, we appreciate the time. It's all brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, America's number one sportsbook and the official sportsbook of 610 Sports Radio. We will see you at the parade tomorrow. All right, Bob, no no more smooch reports, okay? No, if it happens, it happens, my man. If it happens, it happens. I, I couldn't tell. Maybe he... Thank you, Pete. I couldn't tell. Maybe he got a purchase he wanted. I don't know what the deal was, well, and that he got, so got the kiss. I'm looking over here, over here, and he and he kisses his wife, girlfriend, fiance, whatever, and 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 he kind of looks at me, and he sees that I see this going on, and like he's busted almost. <laughs> like, good for you, man. It's great. Yeah, well, Beautiful wife. And so he kind of looked at me, and got busted, and kind of winked a little bit. I'm like, well, there you go. I'm calling him out right, for that. Good go. job out of you. That's all, that's rally. Right. It's Valentine's Day. Come to the rally house and make out. All right. Uh, we exercised a few demons we didn't even know about in the uh, Chiefs Super Bowl win. We'll get to that next. Fesco in the morning, brought to you by Rainer Garage Doors of Kansas City. LiftMaster has patented MyQ technology. It's no wonder LiftMaster is the number one professionally installed garage door opener. Find us at RainerKC.com. 610 Sports Radio. Beat up would just sing this live. I, I was waiting for it. I, I really was. I was like, he said no highlight, then he played this song, and I thought he was banging this one home. Take it away, beat up. Well, now Patty's got to sing. I can't do that. True, you're it's not a Holmes. <laughs> the only person I know that does a Michael McDonald personally, that I personally know that does a Michael McDonald impression would be our own beat up. Well, a good Michael McDonald impression. I think I think Michael McDonald is a little bit like Christopher Walken. Everybody thinks they got an impersonation of that guy, you know, and, and B-Dub is the only one who does a really good job because yeah. I could do Michael McDonald and it's just like, and like no, uh, <laughs> not like B-Dub. Wow. Not like B-Dub. That hurt. That hurt. Yeah. Did you say uh, Baltimore hired a uh, yes, contractor uh, the or coordinator? I mean, Baltimore <laughs> Ravens have hired their <laughs> offensive coordinator. It is not Eric Bieniemy. Oh. So, uh, um, I don't know. I don't know. If he was going to go somewhere, I, I think Baltimore 
would have been the best pick. I, but. I, I thought so, but I think he may end up in Arizona, you know. Andy Reid said something the other day about Eric Bieniemy. <laughs> Basically, you're done here. Uh, wherever Eric Bieniemy goes, I hope he gets to be Eric Bieniemy and run his show and be 100% on board with his show. And Andy Reid said that, and I'm like, yeah, that's exactly what's been holding Eric Bieniemy back. Nobody believes and that it's he's wrong. And it's wrong. It's right? wrong, but that's that's where it, that's the, the situation he's in. It stinks. Right. It's, it's, but and I he's thought- the only offensive coordinator to have ever been the coordinator for Patrick Mahomes. That's why when people say Doug and Nagy and all those guys got opportunities, they didn't have Patrick Mahomes. So Georgia offensive coordinator Todd Munkin is now the new offensive coordinator in Baltimore. Okay. So it will not be uh will not be Eric Manny. Um we slayed some uh some dragons with the uh with the uh, the the Super Bowl win. I know I felt it. I saw a picture posted um this this is the first time uh these two cities have met uh Kansas City and Philadelphia in the major professional sports sense, and it was a, a picture of the '80 Phillies. Yeah. I hated that team. I Good kn- uniforms. I knew ev- you knew all their names. You know what I mean? Like everybody on that team, and you just you just can you name them now? Hated, was Rick Russell on the team? Rick Russell's not that. And you start naming wrong names, then you're going to get me down the wrong the wrong road. Of, Tug McGraw. I was going to say Tug McGraw. Tug Mike McGraw. Schmidt, I know. Other Tug McGraw. That. Mike Schmidt. Pete Rose. Greg Luzinski. I mean, New York. Big McBride. You know Greg all. Greg Luganis the, was on that. Greg team? Luganis was on that team. Yeah, before diving. Oh. Um, you knew oh, that whole team. They sucked. I hated them. They were uh, they were just a nemesis as a kid. So we got payback on on Philly, mm-hmm. and extra payback on you know on San Francisco yeah. in a way. Back with the uh, the first Super Bowl, it, so it's funny how both so that's funny championship losses for the Royals resulted in championship wins yeah. for the Chiefs. Our friend Kurt Nelson of of the Royals Hall of Fame texted us that the Royals lost to San Francisco and Philadelphia in the World Series, and the Chiefs beat San Francisco and Philadelphia in the World Series. So, so a little bit of an avenge, of a loss, yeah, payback to me. A little bit of one. So you know, we, we those were so long ago now. I mean, 1980, obviously, and 2014 is is becoming a decade old now as well um you know you, you kind of look back and like oh, that's kind of neat the, the the way that that thing all played out so kind of fun that uh, the chiefs took care of revenge for the royals there you go now the royals can get their own revenge at some point in time on the tampa bay rays and the alcs that's right yeah something like that would yes. be good just, just to hand it back to them how about <laughs> yeah, that i like that i like that <laughs> so That'd there you good. go there's my there's i don't know what year i don't know what year it's not this one i don't think i'm predicting this one but you're not an upcoming right. an upcoming season the Royals will beat the uh, the uh, the Rays to advance to the World Series. Perfect. How about that? I, I'm in on that. How about that? I like that a lot. How about that? Speaking of that, um, a little behind the scenes, I did see uh, John Sherman was down in Arizona. Yep. Saw saw him uh, after the after the game and thought, take it all in. Oh yeah, he's um, a fan as much as anybody. He's a fan as know? much as anybody, and I'm like, okay, I hope this this continues. I, I think he's got a fire anyway for it. Yeah, he does uh, for uh, for. Uh, you know, wanting the Royals to win, but just experiencing what the Chiefs are going through right now as a city, and saw it. He saw it firsthand, obviously, on Sunday. Yeah, and thought, saw it firsthand with the Royals when I thought, they won it too. I, I thought, okay, just keep adding, just keep adding those those coals to the fire. That right. the, whatever it needs to do to, to turn it up isn't a bad thing. Hey, look, we we've talked about it for years how the Royals winning in fifteen motivated the Chiefs, hundred percent motivated the Chiefs to get to where they are right now. Let's hope it has the reverse effect that the the Royals see it. They go, all right, enough of this. Let's use this as motivation so we can get back and have a blue parade at the beginning of November. Hey, thanks for everybody that turned out today at uh, 
the Rally House location here at 97th and Quivera, they remain open. They're literally oh, they're pulling, not closing they're, right No, now? no. They're literally pulling stuff off the truck and putting it on the table to sell yeah, as, it's, it's we're, as, we're, time to get in here. as we're speaking. They continue to do that. And they'll continue to do that at their other locations as well. I know Cody and Gold are up at the Independence location, and uh, they will be there from uh, 10 to 2. Keith Cash scheduled to drop by during the show with them today as well. So continue to get your shopping on at Rally House. Uh, with uh, Cody and Gold coming up in just a few minutes right here on 610 Sports Radio. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.